My name is Mike Morford, and I host the podcast, The Murderer of My Family. We've all heard about horrible murder cases in the news. Most of the time, we listen for a moment, but then go about our daily routine. Have you ever wondered who those victims were, or how their deaths affected their families? On my podcast, you'll hear from their loved ones, and get a view of the case from an insider's perspective. You can listen to The Murderer of My Family on the Spreaker app for free, and even comment on episodes. And I can read and respond to your comments. Be sure to check out new episodes of The Murderer of My Family every other Saturday on Spreaker. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. What's going on? Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Troubled Minds News, where, of course, the conspiracy is the news. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and uh, this is the show where we get together and just do some quick hit news stories and consider the propaganda as the propaganda is and wonder what a living in a post-truth world actually means. Like I always say, I think truth is a slippery fish and uh, sort of an argument around what truth even means anymore is, um, let's say, problematic for just a number of reasons. And that's why we do this to kind of just look at news cycles maybe explore some of the things in uh, some some faster, quick-hit fashion instead of uh, the, the long form we do with Troubled Minds Radio, which, of course, we talk about aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, all that stuff. Uh, it's it's important to look at the also news cycle as just as it is, as a, a pretty much a disaster, in my opinion. But um, it's it's one of those things where, uh, as as always, even if you call something a disaster, there's going to be some, um, some shining moments in there. So uh, I think it's worth picking them out. There is real news still. It exists. It's just um, it's been so politicized and uh, heavily redacted and hidden that, uh, well, uh, we do it different. So, and as always, if you want to be part of this discussion, you can give me a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And you can, uh, uh, yeah, uh, click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. That's the official website. It has the phone number there. 
And it also has the uh, Discord link and uh, all the social media and the podcast and all the stuff you need. So if you're ever looking for anything Troubled Minds, just go to the website, troubledminds.org, and uh, there it is. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's do the news, shall we? Uh, let's uh, let's go to this. Let's, let's begin here. Uh, let's start at, um, yeah. How about this? This is, uh, this is from uh, CNBC, and this, this news just hit just minutes ago, uh, 30, 40 minutes ago, maybe. And um, Russia claims it will curb attacks around Kiev. Uh, Ukraine calls for security guarantee and latest talks, right? All right. So uh, speaking of propaganda, wartime propaganda is probably the, the hottest and the heaviest. And uh, that's, that's, why, uh, that's why they do it, right? They, they want to make sure that they manufacture consent to murder people that you don't know, right? And it goes both ways. I think that's uh, what this is all about, what it's always been about. But listen to this. This is... Um, uh, this was an, actually an announcement by Russia, all right? So listen to this. Russia claimed it would reduce its attacks on Ukraine as delegates from the two countries met for their latest face-to-face peace talks in Istanbul. Moscow said it would cut back its military activity near Ukraine's capital of Kiev and the northern city of Chernihiv, though Russia has not followed through on similar pledges in the past. Ukrainian officials have pushed for a ceasefire agreement and a resolution to the humanitarian crisis sparked by Moscow's invasion. After the day's, the day's talks ended, an official from Ukraine's delegation called for an international security guarantee similar to NATO's Article 5. And, of course, uh, NATO's Article 5 is all the stuff where they're saying, you know, we if you attack one of us, you attack all of us and all the rest of that stuff. So, um, well, I don't know. I mean, th- this is, again, this is just a bunch of BS, in my opinion, because, of course, uh, we have Russia as uh, they keep saying all kinds of things that they're not doing. But again, right. I don't know, like like this 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 like just splintering of of narratives based on propaganda, you know, really really gets my goat uh, in that you're like, well, you know, we're not attacking civilians, uh, you know, or we're not hiding munitions in civilian buildings, you know, things like this. It's like. Okay, so which is which, right? Like, isn't it silly that there are, like, rules for war? It's just the dumbest thing ever. It's like, you may kill people in this manner, but you may not kill people in that manner, because then it's just inhumane. It's like, what? Okay, well, uh, it's just, uh, again, part of living in the upside down, right? So, so in any case, uh, check this out. So it got me thinking, all right, uh, is, there, is there any legs to this rumor that maybe Russia is backing off? They're, they're, you know, there's been a lot of reports in the West, at least, that they're getting their ass kicked by Ukraine and all the rest of this stuff. And um, instead, instead uh, we have, well, of course, CNN, the most trusted source of news, reporting exactly this. Uh, and this is from uh, this is from John Kirby. He's the White House or not White House. He's the, the Pentagon press secretary. And this is what he said. I cleaned up the audio just a little bit so we could hear exactly what he described uh, regarding this Russia claim that it's going to uh, maybe pare back attacks. And uh, I don't know, tail between their legs. I don't know. Listen to what John Kirby said regarding this claim. So we ought not be fooling, and nobody should be fooling ourselves, by the Kremlin's now recent claim that it will suddenly just reduce military attacks near Kyiv, or any reports that it's going to withdraw all its forces. Has there been some movement by some Russian units away from Kyiv uh, in the last day or so? Yeah, we think so. Small numbers. But we believe that this is a repositioning, not a real withdrawal. 
and that we all should be prepared to watch for a major offensive against other areas of Ukraine. It does not mean that the threat to Kyiv is over. Okay, so there's there's from the Pentagon spokesperson. And uh, again, who the hell do you believe, right? Uh, I, I think that we have to look to, to maybe recent history to say that uh, Russia said a lot of things. But again, that's through Western propaganda. So I can't really tell you exactly what's happening here other than, I mean, there's all kinds of reports of crazy stuff, right? Speaking of which, let's uh, jump to, just jump straight to this one. This is from the mirror.co.uk. And this is this is the type of crap that's floating around. This is that is just not not healthy. It's not healthy to be talking in terms like this, right? Just as part of a propaganda news cycle. But look at this. This is from the mirror. And uh, it says this. Humiliated Putin and Kremlin high command flee to Russian nuclear bunkers. All right. Uh, I mean, okay. Uh, read just a little bit of this. Uh, Vladimir Putin and his high command are based at top secret nuclear bunkers as the bloody war unfolds in Ukraine, according to new quote evidence. You see that? What, what the hell does that mean? Quote evidence. Does that mean BS? What does that mean? Movements of planes used by top Kremlin officials show that Putin could be spending some or all of his time at the hideaway near Surgut in western Siberia. It is claimed his de- defense minister Sergei Shoy is believed to be in a bunker near Ufa in the Urals, 725 miles east of Moscow, said investigative journalist Christo Grozev. Uh, Shoigu has been mysteriously absent for several weeks, sparking rumors about his health. The theory of his whereabouts is backed by his daughter, Ksenia Shoyugu, age, age 31, who was pictured in Ufa for perhaps three days from March 22nd. Uh, Mr. Shoyugu visited the, anyway, blah, blah, blah. This is what I'm saying. Like, is this real? Is this not real? Is this what's up, what's a Robert? Uh, F the Pentagon, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. There's a, again, like you can find contradictory news sources, but look, it, it all seems escalatory in my opinion. It seems like this is just all, all a bunch of BS. And, um, I don't know. I like, like, again, I, I wish I had answers here. I don't have answers for anything. You guys know me. I'm not trying to like profess. I know anything about anything other than I know a lot of this reporting is bullshit. It's gotta be. And, uh, because of course, war propaganda, manufacturing consent to murder more people and all the rest of this stuff. It's, it's, it's how they have to do it. Right. I mean, if you, uh, unfortunately, it's part of the the wartime propaganda outfit to uh, justify the terrible things that you do. Right. And of course, we talked about all the ways you do that in terms of uh, dehumanizing people, you know, calling them Nazis, calling them racists, you know, which, are, which they're doing here in, in, in um, the United States. I mean, look, um, uh, Putin did it. Apparently, he said that they're invading to purge the Nazis from the Ukraine. It's like, oh, OK, yeah, that sounds legitimate doesn't it? I mean, but you get the point that once you dehumanize somebody by not labeling them a human being and labeling them as whatever uh, derogatory thing you want to call them, they, they become an object. They become dehumanized. And the second you do that, it becomes fair game to attack, right? And whether that means, you know, make death threats on Twitter or uh, or roll tanks in, right? I mean, every, every range, like cancel people and get their businesses or they're fired from their jobs. It's all there. It's, it's all sort of the strategy of divide and conquer and all the rest of this stuff. So, so I don't know. I, I mean, again, I wish I I had answers, but it just seems like the more I read about this Ukraine stuff, the less I want to think 
think about it, the less I want to talk about it. And I think that's, again, part of the strategy. They inundate you with a bunch of BS from both sides. You don't know who to believe anymore. And then suddenly uh, you, you're, you're the extremist for saying, why are we still killing people in 2022 wholesale like this? It makes no damn sense. And they're like, I knew it. You're a Russian propagandist. Oh, really? Is, is that how this works? Okay. I mean, you see, it's just, it's just so incredibly stupid, all of this. But uh, I don't know. Like, uh, cross your fingers. I'm crossing my fingers. We don't have a nuclear war breakout here. I don't think this is going to be the case. But, you know, according to evidence and sources. Oh, love that. Love the anonymous sources. Love the evidence. What do you think? 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Put you on the show. It's as easy as that. Uh, let's continue. There's more. Let's go to, uh, speaking of um, uh, propaganda, <laughs> let's go to, uh, wait, did I link that last one? Here you go. This is from the mirror. Drop it in the chat. Again, as always, you guys know me. I will share my sources here and uh, let you know where I got the information from so you can see. You know me by now. I'm not just blatantly, randomly making shit up. I, I just don't do that. Uh, except, you know, drinking some maybe juice. That's a little different. Uh, but so here we go. This is from PolitiFact. And um, this is, again, war propaganda, wartime propaganda, right? Uh, this is a fact check, uh, which is what PolitiFact does. Uh, the Here's the claim from a Facebook post. The United Nations sent out an email instructing staff not to use the words invasion or war when referring to Ukraine, right? So, so that's the claim. The United Nations sent out an email instructing, again, and this was a Russian propaganda. They, uh, Russian uh, um, state media and all the media, basically, in Russia were kind of given a blackout and told not to use these terms, right? And uh, so, because, of course, it's it was, a, you know, they're declaring it like a... Remember, remember Vietnam, a police action or some shit like this, right? Once again, it's like, a, hey, you know, it's not a war if we don't call it a war, right? Again, two plus two equals five, upside down crap, right? So anyway, uh, so the, the United Nations of all places sent out an email instructing the staff not to use the words invasion or war, which is basically what Russia told their state media and all media. Okay, uh, and the fact check is half true. Oh, it's half true. All right, it's, it's half true. All right. Well, but here's here's if your time is short, let's do that because our time is short. Uh, we don't have time for their bullshit. But um, here you go. An email was sent on March 7th instructing some U.N. staff members not to use the words war or invasion when discussing conflict. OK, so that's that's the fact. Right. That 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 is the fact right there. Right. That's the fact. It's right there on the damn screen. It, they, they confirmed that this is a fact. But then you go up and it's like. No, nah, it's only half true. All right. Well, again, here we go. Let's uh, two plus two equals five. The message came from a regional office without clearance and is not considered official UN policy. Organization officials told PolitiFact. UN leaders, including Secretary General Antonio Guterres and Rosemary DiCarlo, the organization's undersecretary general for political and peacebuilding affairs, used the words in tweets before and after the email was sent out. Okay. So, so it's true. It's true, but we're going to word salad our way out of this and say that, well, you know, it wasn't official and sanctioned and it came from this other place. No, this is f- true. <laughs> I'll, I'll curb my vulgarity for the moment. This is true. But this is what I mean, right? Like, how, how the hell do we have these huge organizations, state, state-sponsored state everything, and, and they can't even get their messaging straight? I mean, 
And then you get then you get uh, Politifact backing them up and saying, "Well, this isn't true." And then what they do on Facebook is they take this information down because Politifact said it's not true. It's only half true. You see, this is the way the world works, and I think it's a bunch of horseshit. And uh, here we are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's up, uh, Science Temple, uh, Tripillion Culture, Ukraine? What's up, Apoc? Welcome back. Uh, so, so uh, I think that uh, I don't know. Like, we'll uh, I'll look at that. Let's see. Do I look at that? Let's check this out. Let's check this out right now. If you want to be part of the show uh, today, seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. I like that link. Let's see. All right. I'm going to have to grab that, and we'll have to do something with that. Uh, the 2014 discoveries in Ukraine. Uh, click the Discord link at troubleminds.org. We'll put you on the show. Easy as that. Uh, what do you guys think? Again, you know, uh, they're, they're swinging it around, nuclear war, this, that, the other thing. <sighs> right? I mean, come on. At some point, at some point. I don't know. Like, like, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say it. I don't want to put the bad juju out there. All right. Uh, so there you go. Let's keep on trucking. Actually, let's get a word from our sponsor, which, of course, is you. Uh, quick shout out to Robert. Thank you for resubbing up the Robert on uh, Twitch there. He's also subbed up on Rockfin. Appreciate that very much. And um, you guys know what to do if you want to help the show. And it's right here on Twitch where we do the news. Uh, you can do it exactly like this. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. Okay, let's keep on trucking, shall we? There's always more news to look at. Let's uh, start motoring through a bunch of this stuff because I pulled up a whole bunch of news. This is from uh, NBC News, and yep, this is uh, this is what's the fantastic thing about the world. What's up, Often Frozen? Thank you again for resubbing up there. Uh, let's go here. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is the wrong one. Uh, oh, this is this is <laughs> this is my favorite thing about the governments, right? Uh, we just print more money and throw it at the problem, right? We just print more money, throw it at the problem. Uh, 
yeah, biggest fraud in a generation. The looting of COVID, the COVID relief plan known as PPP. You guys remember this? Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, they bought Lamborghinis, Ferraris, and Bentleys. And Teslas, of course. Lots of Teslas. Many who participated in what prosecutors are calling the largest fraud in U.S. history, the theft of hundreds of billions of dollars in taxpayer money intended to help those harmed by the coronavirus pandemic, couldn't resist purchasing luxury automobiles. Also, mansions, private jet flights, and swanky vacations. Uh, they came into their riches by participating in what experts say is the theft of as much as $80 billion, with a B, yes, or about 10%. Of the $800 billion handed out in a COVID relief plan known as the Paycheck Protection Program, or PPP. Remember that? When they're like, oh, look, this is what we're going to do uh, about COVID. We're going to just throw a bunch of money at it. And then, of course, it was uh, incredibly difficult to sign up and get this stuff. It was unclear exactly who qualified. There was a lot of garbage in here. And, uh, well, uh, as you would know, as you would expect, once you, when the government's printing money, people are taking it. And they're buying things. And, uh, yeah, yeah, well, here we go. Uh, the prevalence of COVID of a COVID relief fraud has been known for some time, but the enormous scope and its disturbing implications are only now becoming clear. Oh, really? Really? Okay. Even if the highest estimates are inflated, the total fraud in all COVID relief funds amounts to a mind-boggling sum of taxpayer money that could rival the $579 billion in federal funds included in President Joe Biden's massive 10-year infrastructure spending plan. According to prosecutors, government watchdogs, and private experts, who are trying to plug the leaks. Hmm. Yep. Quote, nothing like this has ever happened before, said Matthew Schneider, a former U.S. attorney from Michigan, who is now with Honigman LLP. It is the biggest fraud in a generation. Oh, that's that's good. I mean, you know, like when people say uh, that's ridiculous to, to state that uh, there's some sort of monetary incentive here to press COVID narratives. People are dying, Mike. You want grandma to die? Hmm. Well, <laughs> monetary incentives, people buying Lamborghinis and uh, Bentleys and Ferraris. Just saying, 702-957-1037. Let's go to WSMV. Let's uh, keep on trucking with more news. Hope everybody's doing well out there. Uh, how about this? Yeah, uh, in the old days, uh, you used to be at risk of being tracked by basically the government, right? And nobody else had the technology or the funds to, you know, print and just spend whatever the hell they wanted. But now... Uh, yep, man arrested for attaching Apple Watch to girlfriend's car. Uh, don't do this. It's not It's not being cute, guys. Uh, a man has been arrested, yep, for attaching an Apple Watch to his girlfriend's car to track her whereabouts, according to an arrest affidavit. Police said Lauren, Lawrence Welch, age 29, has been charged with attaching an electronic tracking device to his girlfriend's vehicle. He was arrested on Friday. According to the affidavit, officers arrived at the Family Safety Center on Murfree, wait, Murfreesboro Pike, Murfreesboro, well, uh, okay, that's a mouthful, after a call from security that the boyfriend and the victim who was trying to get an order of protection had showed up at the center. The victim told police that the boyfriend had threatened, threatened to kill her multiple times. Also, don't do that. Come on, people. Uh, she had come to the family safety center in the past. She said she and Welch used the Life360 app to keep tabs on each other's whereabouts but that she had de deactivated the app before coming to the Family Safety Center prior. And, of course, so he came and put the thing in. Goodness gracious. Uh, all right, let's uh, keep on trucking. Uh, yeah, uh, there you go. So uh, don't be so sure you don't have a tracking device on your car that's not put there by the government. Hmm. All right, uh, let's, um, hey, everybody likes their little kitties. 
Everybody likes a few kitties. Let's go to the kitties. Gizmodo.com. Scientists are inching closer to creating truly hypoallergenic cats. What? <laughs> that's uh, in the picture there. That's the three-headed three, he- three headed kitten of the underworld. <laughs> um, and uh, here we go. A team of researchers say they found an effective way to block the most common source of cat allergies using the gene editing technology CRISPR. Oh, oh I see. Their findings also suggest that hypoallergenic cats can be just as healthy as the typical feline. Oh, well, okay. As long as somebody said it in an article on the internet, I guess that means it's true. Allergies are most associated with the fur and dander that cats shed into the environment. But those aren't the true culprit. A protein produced by cats called FELD1, which ends up in their saliva and tears, and by extension, the fur that they're constantly cleaning, is thought to cause over 90% of cat allergies. This has made the protein an appealing target for scientists trying to reduce the burden of cat allergies, which may affect up to 20% of people. All right. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. CRISPR cats. Yeah, why not, right? <laughs> hey, bug. Mutant cats. Why? I mean, I mean, hell, if we're going to do this, what's up, A5? How you doing? Uh, can't, he, uh, can't he just use Find My iPhone? Oh, and some restraint and composure wouldn't go astray. Yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, I, I don't know. This stuff, again, there you go. Don't, uh, don't ever take for granted you're not being tracked. And uh, three-headed kitty of the underworld. Let's keep on trucking, shall we? Uh, speaking of the end of the world, oh, well, I mean, well, Eschaton bingo card 2022. Let's go, uh, yeah, of of course, of course, it has to be right. This has to be. This is from Live Science. Potentially hazardous asteroid will make its closest ever approach to Earth on April Fool's Day. Oh, <laughs> oh! Is this a life imitates art? Is this uh, is this uh, like a don't look up? What's going on here? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, astronomers have confirmed that a potentially hazardous asteroid is set to make its closest ever approach to Earth this Friday, April first. However, there is no need to panic. Astronomers say the massive space rock will miss us by around. 4.6 million miles. All right, sweet. The asteroid known as 2007 FF1 is between 360 feet and 656 feet. Uh, that would be 110 to 260 meters for you metric types in diameter, according to a spacereference.com, a database that compiles information uh, from NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in California and the International Astronomical Union. The Rock 2007 FF1 is known as an Apollo-class asteroid, of which there are around 15,000, meaning that its orbit around the sun, which takes 684 days, crosses the Earth's orbit, blah, blah, blah. Right, uh, okay, uh, there you go. Eschaton, bingo card, 2022, asteroid impact on April 1st. Potentially hazardous. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubledminds.org. Let's go to the Daily Beast. These guys are kind of a-holes. Uh, but, you know, which uh, which which uh, <laughs> which uh, news agency isn't anymore. Uh, but check this out. Uh, they're, they're, uh, also, by the way, regarding surveillance, don't ever assume, even if you're way out there in the middle of nowhere, that nobody's watching. Because, yeah, you got it. Mm-hmm. Rogue Georgia Cop caught in viral x-rated tiktoks mm-hmm. uh, and this cop wasn't doing them him himself these tiktoks 
but here we go. Uh, a Georgia cop probably thought no one was watching when he took his squad car to a scrubby area off a quiet road in a small Georgia town, walked around the back, and started having sex with someone while in uniform. But someone high up in a nearby telecommunications tower started filming and uploaded, uploaded the videos to TikTok last week when they quickly racked up more than 15 million views. Uh, Police caught on cam, one video captioned, along with hashtags of uh, tower climbers and dirty deeds. There you go. Now the officer, identified by local news channel WRDW as Millen Police Officer Larry Benjamin Thomas, sorry, Thompson, has quit and a record of past misconduct has come to light. Uh Uh-huh, yep. Satellite maps confirm uh, that near a town of White Oak Road in Millen, a a town of 3,500 people about an hour south of Augusta, Georgia, show the same tower nearby cemetery and patches of dirt and bushes that can be seen in the TikTok videos. The map also shows a school across the street. Across the street from the school. There you go. There you go. These are your role role models at work. (laughs) Men and women, the young people of the country. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Not only that, uh, so he has... Why is this guy still a cop for a couple reasons? Look at this. Uh, Not only that, he was involved in a car crash while at work in November 2019. Uh, Reports, uh, WRDW reported that he killed a 76-year-old driver identified in a local obituary as Lewis Jenkins when he T-boned Jenkins's car while racing to a call at 86 miles per hour. The network also obtained investigation documents showing that while working for the Millen Fire Department in 2017, Thompson accidentally discharged his gun, shooting a colleague in the arm. What? He claimed the gun malfunctioned while he was cleaning it, but an internal probe found the weapon had no malfunctions. Look, Look, why is this dude still a cop? Now, and this is part of the reason why, like, people get so up in arms and pissed off about the police, right? The F the police movement, right? It's because, clearly and obviously, people that shouldn't be cops are still cops. How hard is it to just fire this dude, right? Clearly, there's a problem here, right? There's a serious issue with this. And uh, what it means, I don't know. All right, uh, there we go. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Recall the phone line. Did my internet crap? Am I still there? Test one, two. Anyway, uh, there you go. What's up, Apebox? I busted an officer urinating on the street in a lower-income part of town. Pissed me off. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, come on. Come on. Like, this is why... This is why people hate the police, right? Because of stuff like this. Because... But but in the end, you got to know that this this was a guy that deserved it. He, he had it coming to him. You're doing stuff like this on duty as a public official, right? Which you are if you're a police officer, right? You are. And he's doing this kind of stuff and he's still working. He's still working. Yeah. A block away from the neighborhood and across the street from his school. What? Yeah. This, this guy anyway. Uh, I don't know if that, uh, yeah. So I don't know. 702-957-1037. Like I said, right. This is like the whole, the whole, uh, hate cops thing is, is about, right. It's, it's, it's about division because clearly and obviously there's good cops, but clearly and obviously there are also bad cops, okay? And the second you, like, round up all the bad ones and say, look, they're all bad, it's just like being a bigot anywhere else, okay? Though, yes, police reform in th- places like this, situations like this, of course. Like, why, why 
are they being protected from from um, the public oversight? There should you should be able to file FOIAs and get information on your local police officers. They've got body cameras. You should be able to download the body camera footage as a, as a civilian citizen, right? And say, look, let's uh, let's keep an eye on this dude because he seems to be a dick, right? And in this case, yes. Yes, indeed. So, I don't know. You tell me. 702-957-1037. Where are we at? This is okay. Uh, one, two, three. Yeah, let's do one more story, and then we'll take a quick break here. Uh, yeah, uh, Elon Musk. This is from Bitcoin.com. News.Bitcoin.com. Here we are. This is this. Uh, yep. Elon Musk giving serious thought to creating social media platform with free speech as top priority. Oh, well, that's weird. Isn't that weird? Uh, Yeah. uh, Really? Free speech? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, So the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, Elon Musk, has been discussing the need for a new social media platform on Twitter over the past couple of days. He has recently become more critical of Twitter and its policies, claiming that the social media platform is undermining democracy by failing to adhere to free speech principles. No shit, Sherlock. Now, replying to a question about whether he would consider building a new social media platform with an open source algorithm where free speech is given top priority and propaganda is minimized, Musk replied, I'm giving serious thought to this. Yeah, 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 right? Uh, The discussion began where Musk put up a Twitter poll Friday asking, check this out, the 79.2 million followers to vote whether they believe Twitter adheres to the principle of free speech, which is essential to a functioning democracy. The poll, 2 million votes, 70% said no. 70% said no. (laughs) And uh, there you go. And he added, the consequences of this poll will be important. Please vote carefully. 70% said no. Can you believe that? Like, like it's like every you get you get like the knuckleheads that Twitter backs up, uh, just basically saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, Twitter definitely free speech, right? They don't they don't censor Jack. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, if you're paying any amount of attention, you're damn right they do. They like uh, they they manipulate the algorithms. They do all that stuff, right? And again, we've talked about this in the past. Their algorithmic engagement means means you got you pick fights on the internet. That's engagement. So so not only do they do they stifle speech that they don't like? Not, not, not in, in the sense of it's wrong speech. It's like it's wrong think. They're like playing the role of the thought police. But then second, then they even back up bullying in some cases, right? If you're outside of their little bubble of that 30% protective realm that, you know, those people voted that, oh, Twitter's fine. Then what they do on top of that is they let those 30% of the people bully the other 70% because they've got blue check marks or some shit like this. You know what I mean? It's stupid. Stupid Twitter, middle finger to you. All hella dumb. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. We'll put you on the show. So get a quick break from our sponsor, which is you. Okay. Welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. Let us keep on trucking, shall we? This is uh more elon musk you gotta love elon musk this guy i'm telling you what polarizing figure but um he's uh he's he's got brass balls this guy he he definitely does uh uh, apoc thinking about getting starlink anyone have it i do not um well uh let me know if it works because <laughs> uh, maybe maybe this is the future uh here we go uh C- cnbc tesla ceo elon musk says he has COVID again 
Yep. And uh, here we go. Uh, the announcement comes after a Tesla's factory in Shanghai faced regional COVID restrictions that reportedly require it to suspend production for four days until around April 1st. China is shutting down the city in two phases to control a COVID-19 outbreak. Tesla also suspended production in Shanghai for two days earlier in March after officials implemented COVID health orders. He tweeted this from Elon Musk. COVID-19 is the virus of Theseus. How many gene changes before it's not COVID-19 anymore? I supposedly have it again. Sigh, but almost no symptoms. There we go. Right there. The tweets from Elon Musk himself. The, the horse's mouth, as it were, has COVID again. Uh, there. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, thoughts? 702 957 one zero three seven the phone lines up everything's good uh yeah i don't know this this is one of those ones where it just makes me uh, i don't know i don't know we, we've said it all it's it's uh the covid stuff it becomes tiresome talking about it uh again shut up mike you want grandma to die got it got it uh, dehumanize me so you can attack me got it got it yeah, uh, t- Bush League, stupid tactics, got it, got it. ScienceAlert.com reports this. This is kind of nice. Let's go back to space. Uh, there's something truly unique about Pluto's landscape, new study says. This is from March 29th. At the distant end of the solar system, far from the sun's warmth, warmth and light, a truly unique world drifts in the alien darkness. Ah, the alien darkness. That sounds so cool. Pluto, new research has found, has a landscape sculpted by ice volcanoes of a type and scale seen nowhere else in the solar system. To the southwest of the Sputnik Planitia, so much slush has erupted from below the surface of Pluto that mountains of ice stand up to 7 kilometers high, or 4.3 miles high. Yep, Pluto, the non-planet, planet, non-planet. One of, quote, one of the regions with very few impact craters is dominated by enormous rises with hummocky flanks. That sounds cool. Similar features do not exist anywhere else in the imaged solar system, writes a team of researchers led by planetary scientist Kelsey Singer of the Southwest Southwest Research Institute. Continue, quote, The existence of these massive features suggests Pluto's interior structure and evolution allows for either enhanced retention of heat or more heat overall than what Uh, was anticipated before the New Horizons mission. As the name indicates, rather than hot molten lava, ice volcanoes erupt with slushy water slurries of volatile compounds such as ammonia and methane. Once they emerge into frigid atmospheric conditions above ground, they freeze and build up uh, surface monuments, much like lava can create volcanic mountains and calderas, just colder, of course. Now, the first hint of ice volcanoes known as cryovolcanism was detected on Pluto in 2015 when the New Horizons probe made its epic flyby of our solar system's erstwhile ninth planet. Yeah, yeah, Pluto, Pluto's a big, yeah, a big ice cone, ice cream cone. Methane and uh, ammonia, ice cream cone. If you're into that type of ice cream, does Ben & Jerry's sell that? Probably not. Uh, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Put you on the show. Uh, let's keep on trucking. Let's get to uh, this, the Jerusalem Post. Um, here's another good one. Here's another good one. This is from, uh, yep, Jerusalem Post. Scientists discover new solar waves that don't fit with current theories. Oh. You don't say. 
hey, trust the science. Uh, scientists have discovered a new set of waves in the sun that appear to travel much faster than previously predicted, according to a new study published on Thursday in Nature Astronomy. The newly detected waves, called high-frequency retrograde waves, the HFR, move in the opposite direction of the sun's rotation and appear as a pattern of vortices on the surface of the sun, moving at three times the speed established by current theories about the sun. Interesting. Uh, Turns out we don't know a damn thing about the sun, do we? Uh, The article continues, because the interior of the sun and stars can't be imaged by conventional means, scientists rely on interpreting the surface signatures of a variety of ways to create an image of what happens below the surface. Chris Hansen, the lead author of the study, stated that the new waves don't appear to be as a result of other well-known waves and magnetism, gravity, or convection, he said. Quote, that's exciting because it leads to a whole new set of questions. Damn right it does. The researchers analyzed 25 years of space and ground-based data to detect the HFR waves. Quote, the very existence of HFR our modes and their origin is a true mystery and may allude to exciting physics at play. Yeah, said uh, Shraven Hanosaj, a co-author of the paper. It has the potential to shed insight on the otherwise unobservable interior of the sun. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, yep, sun portals, right? Sun portal. Uh, energy source for alien propulsion possibly who knows who knows what's going on with this i dig it uh one more time 702-957-1037 click the discord link troubleminds.org let's go uh to this ah yes knpr more uh state-sponsored propaganda uh there's never been such a severe shortage of homes in the u.s here's why (laughs) oh Oh, okay. Let's uh, we'll fact check this with Jay in New York later because he's actually on the uh, a master builder on the ground uh, dealing with this stuff. So we'll we'll fact check NPR with uh, with uh, Jay's experience in New York State. But here we go. Emerson Claus has been building houses for forty five years, but he has never faced delays like he is now trying to get basic building materials. Quote. I had a client ask me to add a door, he says at a job site outside Boston. We just waited six months to get it. Really? Okay, so a door, six months. How much you want to bet? If I go down to Home Depot right now, I can find a door. <laughs> right? Like, okay. Uh, I, I, have, I, I have a very hard time, right? Unless you're talking about custom, frilly, expensive doors, I'm pretty sure you can go buy a door right now. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not in the market for a door. But if I was, I'll bet you I could find one. Six months? Really? Okay, he continues. That's a door in a frame, Klaus says, exasperated. That's kind of crazy. He says appliances can be even worse. A dishwasher, if you can find the model you want right now, you might wait a year for it. Oh, okay. Now a year, so that means no stores have dishwashers, right? No, that's not what that means. It means that if you want a particular one and you want to wait for it, then you're going to wait for it, right? I mean, again, like some of this stuff is so like facepalm common sense, like, okay, again, so now I'm going to go down this weekend and I'm going to go look at my local hardware stores, right? Local appliance stores. And I'm going to see if I can find a door or a dishwasher. All right. Now, look, I'm sorry if it doesn't meet your interior design desires. But so it's a very big difference when you say I can't find a door or I can't find that specific door. Right. And you anyway. 
By one estimate, the U.S. is more than 3 million homes short of the demand from would-be home buyers. Pandemic-related supply chain problems aren't helping. They're adding tens of thousands of dollars to cost in the typical house. But the roots of the problem go back much further to the housing bubble collapse in 2008. Uh, quote, what I call a bloodbath happened, says Claus. It was the worst housing market crash since the Great Depression. Many home builders went out of business. Claus was building houses in Florida when the bottom fell out. Quote, a lot of my tradespeople found other work, went and got retrained for new jobs in law enforcement, all sorts of jobs, says Klaus. So the workforce was somewhat decimated. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. There you go. What's up, Hydro Hose? The bike I wanted was backed up a year. Right. But so, okay. So what did you do? Did you order the bike and you're going to sit around for a year without a bike? Or did you decide on another bike that you could get? Right. This is what I'm saying. It's at it's, it's some point, right? Like there are decisions that need to be made. I'm not going to wait a year for anybody's bike. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not. I'm not doing it. But that's me. That's me. I'm not waiting a year for anybody's door or six months for anybody's door. Not doing it. Yeah, exactly. I bought a different bike. Exactly. Exactly. That's my whole point. And the whole point of like the way the media is, is they're full of shit. They're full of shit is my point here. It's like, okay, sure. You want the custom frilly door with the, the stained glass? Yeah, you're probably going to wait a year, right? But hey, if you want a regular ass door, Home Depot, bro. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable to me. SciTech Daily. Where are we at time-wise? Everything looks fine. Uh, SciTech Daily. Let's do this one, then we'll take one more quick break and finish this up. Uh, yeah, hundreds of hidden new mammal species waiting to be found. Yes. Now we're talking, where's Bigfoot when you need him? Uh, research suggests where these species may be hidden. Yeah, here we go. At least hundreds of so far unidentified species of mammals are hiding in plain sight around the world, a new study suggests. Researchers found that most of these hidden mammals are small-bodied, many of them bats, rodents, shrews, and moles. Oh, well, where's the Bigfoot? What about the what about a baby Bigfoot? Anyway, these unknown mammals are hidden in plain sight, partly because they are small and look so much like known animals that biologists have not been able to recognize they are actually a different species. Said study co-author Brian Carstens, a professor of evolution, ecology, and or organismal biology at the Ohio State University. Man, I'm on fire with pronouncing announcing pronouncing things correctly. Mostly, uh, small subtle differences in appearance are harder to notice when you're looking at a tiny animal that weighs 10 grams than when you're looking at something that is human size, Karsten says. You can't tell they are different species unless you do a genetic analysis. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, small small mammals like this bicolored, bicolored shrew are more likely uh, than larger animals to be hiding new species. All right. More likely. Not impossible. I dig it. Where's the Bigfoot? Where's the Bigfoots? 702. 957-1037. Click the Discord link at TroubleMinds.org. Let's take one more break and get a quick word from our sponsor, which is you. And by the way, if you subbed up on Twitch, thank you very much for that. Uh, do remember, if you used Amazon Prime, it's uh, it's easy to forget. You do need to re-up it each month uh, because it does just fall off and doesn't re-sub itself. So just a quick reminder. I appreciate that very much if you take the extra second to do that. And here we go. One more word from our sponsor, which of course is you. And we will be right back for the final segment troubled minds news are you digging the show if so you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an amazon prime account since we stream on twitch every day all you have to do is link your amazon prime account to your twitch account and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use and also a bonus five dollars a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to twitch and all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe thanks for considering us 
All right, let us continue, shall we? Let's go to, uh, yeah, bigthink.com. Uh, I like big things. Big, big things are good. I kind of like big things, but big things, yes, let's do it. Where did the universe come from, they ask? Huh. Yeah, well, it's uh, complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. If you like this type of question, um, troubled minds is probably the thing for you. Here we go. Uh, key takeaways from this article. This is a very long article, as Big Think usually does. Lots and lots of words. Lots of like science and pictures and charts and graphs. And it's pretty amazing stuff. So I encourage you, if you're into this, to read the entire thing. We don't have time to do all that. But perhaps the biggest question of all that we're capable of conceiving is about our ultimate origins. Where did all this come from? From examining the universe itself, we can uncover the answer to many aspects of this question, from the planets, stars, elements, atoms, and even where the Big Bang came from. But the farther back we go, we find we run into an inevitable problem. The universe cannot provide answers beyond a certain point. What we make of that is up to us. Hmm. Well, like I said, it's complicated. <laughs> uh, okay. Da, 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 da. Uh, there we go. Today, when we look out at the universe beyond the limits of our Earth, a glorious and fairly comprehensive picture emerges. We know that our planet, like every other planet in the universe, is made of atoms. A gaseous atmosphere shrouds a solid center, which consists of the densest, heaviest atoms. Lighter layers float atop the denser ones, leading to an onion-like compositional structure for every planet. Dwarf planet and moon sufficiently investigated so far. Planets float freely through the galaxy. Okay, I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know. But uh, interesting article. I thought it was uh, neat to point out. They're still talking about this stuff. This is from literally, what's today? March 29th. Yep, this is from today. So pretty good stuff here. I think that uh, this is the type of conversation that people need to have. You know, we need to talk about uh, the beginnings of things and not just um, from a scientific perspective, from a from a philosophical perspective, from, a, from an idea of who we are and where we came from. And then, of course, right? As part of that, uh, and where are we headed? And it's a, it's it's a big thing here. It's it's an interesting thing. It's a big think is what it is. And so if you dig that, uh, the link is in the description. You can check it out yourself. I highly recommend the read. Lots of good information in there. And uh, the question, uh, the answer, of course, to that is we we don't we don't know. Uh, at some point, um, we it's just, it's all speculation. And uh, interesting that uh, the Big Bang and maybe. Uh, uh, let there be light from the Bible. <laughs> um, weird. <laughs> weird. Uh, all right, let's keep on trucking. Science.org. Let's roll it. Let's go to, uh, and again, I'm not even, uh, I'm not uh, I'm not a religious person uh, per se, just uh, interesting how there's a lot of correlations with that stuff. Here we go. Uh, Science.org. Yeah, uh, this is this is one of those ones that like hit you in the gut. Uh, rare genital defects seen in sons of men taking major diabetes drug. Uh, yep. Uh, well, uh, for all the good you do, right? It's um, there's a lot of good you you don't do as well. Uh, metformin, a first line diabetes drug used for decades, may boost the risk of birth defects in the offspring of men who took it during sperm development, according to a large Danish study. Sons born to those men who were more than three times as likely to have a genital birth defect as unexposed babies, according to the paper published in the Annals of Internal Medicine Today. More than three 
times likely. The genital defects, such as uh, hypospadias, I think is how you say it, when the urethra does not exit from the tip of the penis, was relatively rare, occurring in 0.9% of all babies whose biological fathers took metformin in the three months before conception. But epidemiologists say the findings are important because tens of millions of people worldwide take metformin, chiefly for type 2 diabetes. Quote, when I saw the paper, I thought, yep, this is going to go viral, says Jermaine Buck Lewis, a reproductive epidemiologist at George Mason University, who wrote an editorial accompanying the report. Metformin is widely used even by young men because of the obes- obesity issue that we have. So that is potentially a huge source of exposure for the next generation. There you go. Uh, back to the old, uh, right, the underlying conditions and obesity and all the rest of this stuff, right? Like uh, sort of uh, unforced errors that we, we uh, make ourselves unhealthy, right? Uh, here we go. However, Buck Lewis and every other scientist interviewed for this article stressed that the paper's findings are preliminary and observational and need to be corroborated. They added the factors besides metformin may have influenced the findings. Uh, the scientists cautioned men with diabetes against abruptly stopping metformin uh, before uh, yeah don't don't do it before trying to conceive right yeah exactly this is not good uh, quote met- see, see, here we go you have to say it you have to say this and they have to put this in the article because if you don't they're like ah oh, they're anti-science they want to kill grandma uh, metformin is a safe drug it's cheap and it does what it needs to do by controlling blood sugar levels says the paper's first author martin wensink an epidemiologist and biostatistician at the university of southern denmark any change in medication quote is a complex decision that a couple should take together with their physicians he says Use of metformin, a synthetic compound that lowers blood sugar by boosting insulin sensitivity, has skyrocketed with the obesity epidemic and attendant diagnoses of type 2 diabetes. In the United States in 2004, 41 million prescriptions were written for for the drug were written. By 2019, that number was 86 million. That's a lot of bad stuff going on. That's a lot of bad stuff. The drug has been used since the 1950s, but this is the first large study to rigorously analyze any paternally mediated impact on human birth defects. Although metformin's use skews toward older people, the rise in diabetes means more men in their reproductive years are taking the drug. In the United States, prescriptions to 18 to 49-year-olds with type 2 diabetes grew from fewer than 2,200 in the year 2000 to 760. 8,000 in 2015. You catch that? You catch that? So in two, in the year uh, 2000, they had 2,200 of these prescriptions to 18 to 49-year-old males. In 2015, a mere 15 years later, it went from 2,200 to 768,000. All right. Well, and then we wonder why we're sick, right? We wonder why we're sick. And um, this is, I don't know. So is this being overprescribed? Is it, a, is it an obesity epidemic? Is it both? What's going on here? And this is, this is again, this is why we talk about this stuff. Again, correlation, all the rest of this stuff, causation, et cetera, so on. However, right? However, um, yeah, if you, if you can do the exercise and get off the medication, again, I'm not a doctor. This is not, make sure you, before you change your diet, all those things you have to say, uh, please consult your physician, a physician you trust more importantly, and, uh, get, get the right information. But Hey, if you can work with your doctor and get off of medication, I highly recommend it. That's my, uh, that's my, Hey, that's my Michael strange wisdom for the day. 
Uh, I try not to be on any medication whatsoever because, well, uh, there you go. Um, all right, let's continue, shall we? Let's go to uh, Forbes.com. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, this is, of course, uh, Google issues emergency security update for 3.2 billion Chrome users and attacks are underway. And I think, by the way, I think this is what broke the phone line last night in the first half of the show um, because they, they, they pushed out like this security update and I use uh, Microsoft Edge and I know I shouldn't smack my hand. I should be using Firefox and um, I'll probably swap over to that soon here. But they pushed out a quick update to it. I updated it uh, when I, as soon as I saw it because I know stuff like this happens. And I saw this article uh, yesterday, actually. And um, so I updated the browser itself and then it updated the audio settings for the browser so it, it broke everything anyway and i still don't know about the woman screaming there uh, robert <laughs> on, on the on the on the line but anyway uh, google has issued an emergency security update for all chrome users as it confirms that attackers are already exploiting its high severity zero day vulnerability the emergency update to version 99.0.4844.84 of chrome is highly unusual and that it addresses just a single security vulnerability a fact that only goes to emphasize how serious this one is uh blah 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 okay so anyway uh, this is where actually microsoft mike comes from and that's why i call it that so uh let's see um here you go this is uh let's see if microsoft mike can read this and this is why i use it uh, in part because this is kind of a fun little thing and some Sometimes I need to take a breather and just, uh, yeah, here we go. Nope. In a Chrome stable channel update announcement published March 25th, Google confirms it is aware that an exploit for CVE 2022-1096 exists in the wild. All Chrome users are therefore advised to ensure their browsers are updated as a matter of urgency. There you go. As a matter of urgency, which I did yesterday, again, like I said, I use a Chromium based, not Chrome itself, because I stopped using Chrome a long time ago. But uh, Microsoft Mike is nice if you need to take a sip of water or your coffee and you need to keep the uh, dead air from doing the thing. It's a, it's a nice little feature, right? The second they add that to like Firefox, I'm in. I'm in. Anyway, let's keep on trucking. Uh, let's go to futurism.com and let's uh, wind this down. Uh, yes. Uh, the, my favorite stuff, futurism. Here we go. This is a, uh, yep. NASA scientist releases plan for encasing entirety of Venus in giant shell. What? <laughs> okay. Nice. A new proposition from a NASA researcher suggests making Venus habitable to humans. The only catch is suggests encasing the entire planet in a giant shell, trapping the toxic atmosphere below and letting colonists create a breathable atmosphere above. A yet-to-be-peer-reviewed paper described the plan spotted by the Daily Beast, oh, those guys again, which it should be noted described the initiative as absolutely bonkers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what it says. The entire, yeah, the entire planet of Venus in a giant shell and then have floating cloud cities above it. Uh, anybody seen Star Wars? Empire Strikes Back? The cloud city of Bespin? Yeah, I'm a giant nerd. Uh, quote, the interest lies primarily in the spirit of exploration. Alex Howe, the NASA astrophysicist at Goddard Space Flight Center behind the paper, told the Beast. But in promoting the idea, he also sang the praises of Venus, near-Earth like surface gra uh, Venus's near-Earth like surface gravity, an atmosphere thick enough to provide robust protection from cosmic rays and UV radiation compared with Mars and shorter travel time from Earth. All right, don't forget, this initiative was described by the Daily Beast as absolutely bonkers. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, yeah. What can you do? What can you do? 
Logistics of the plan, as both Howe and the Daily Beast made clear, would be extraordinarily challenging. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Even by the already nearly impossible standards of terraforming, which, with the arguable exception of unintentional climate change of our home planet on Earth, oh, you always gotta jab that in there, has never been attempted by humankind. First, robotic probes would suck up the toxic Venusian atmosphere, storing the oxygen for use by later settlers while using the carbon to construct vast tiles each the size of a city block. It would take 72 trillion tiles. Yep, trillion tiles, with a T, to cover the planet, which is almost the size of Earth, each at an altitude of 30 miles. That seems doable, right, guys? (laughs) That totally seems doable. Uh, Yep, okay, all right. Uh, Then, with the giant shell in place, they could start geoengineering the atmosphere above to be friendly to humans. Yes. Again, right? Yeah. In spite of all the incredible logistical difficulties of terraforming Venus, Janice Petkowski, a MIT astrobiologist who studies the planet, did tell the Beast that on a technical level, the project is very much a possibility. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Oh, yeah? I beg to differ. I completely beg to differ bonkers. I'm going with absolutely bonkers. Uh, But it doesn't matter what I think. It only matters what you think. And speaking of that, well, let's go to one more. Yeah, bonkers. Uh, Let's go to one more and let's finish this up. Uh, We've talked about this before, interestingly. And yes, from OBP.org. And I don't know exactly what that stands for. Uh, You would probably want to put that in the top of your website. But anyway, uh, want to study how aliens might think? Look to the octopus. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Robert's got to write. Hire Elon to do it. You might be able to. Here you go. If you want to study how aliens might think, but you didn't have the ability to travel light years into space to find them, where would you look? For scientist Dominic Civtilly, a PhD candidate in astrobiology and psychology at the University of Washington, the answer is under the sea. The octopus's long, separate evolution toward cognitive complexity makes them a very appropriate model for what intelligence might look like if it evolves on a completely different planet, he said. What makes the octopus's mind so foreign to ours is not just that they evolved intelligence in a cold, dark, underwater setting, nor that our last common ancestor was a worm some three. 350 million years ago. That seems weird. Uh, Although those things certainly help. Uh, The key difference is that the majority of the cephalopods neurons are not in a central brain, which we actually talked about this a couple days ago, maybe late last week. Uh, They're spread out between the arms and suckers, which do a lot of thinking on their own. It's like if our arms and fingers could process the world on their own. Remember, we talked about this in the, uh, what was that uh, show we did? Uh, The spiders, the the cognition outside of the the brain, right? Uh, So Siv Tilly calls it a distributed intelligence, and it's the focus of his research at Friday Harbor Laboratories in the San Juan Islands. Of course, uh, let's see. Uh, Uh, Where are we at time-wise? Yeah, let's just read this real quick. Okay, he says, quote, this is Lisbeth, said Siv Tilly, taking the lid off one of the plastic tubs that fill his small research. Room. As he lowered his fingers to the surface of the water, a small octopus came up to meet them. Quote, she's our giant Pacific octopus, he said. She can grow to well, uh, being well over 20 feet long if she spread her arms out. Right then, her arms spread only a foot or so as they explored Civitelli's fingers. But while his fingers can feel the texture and temperatures of Elizabeth's arms and the pull of the suckers as they attach, Elizabeth's suckers can feel far more. Quote, our fingertip might have 400 mechanical receptors, he said. A given sucker might have 
tens of thousands of mechanical and chemical receptors on it. So each sucker is many times more mechanically sensitive than one of our fingertips is. And it also has the benefit of being able to taste and smell the world around it. And it is able to do this because each sucker has a local computation center which uh, where most of this information is being processed. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Cthulhu, anyone? <laughs> maybe. I'll give it a hefty dose of maybe, because why not? This is Troubled Minds News after all. And I am your host, Michael Strange. Uh, if you like the show, spread the word. Let's, let's let, let, let people know there's a conversation going on that's um, trying to duck the propaganda. Guess what we're not talking about? Uh, well, I don't have to tell you. Just uh, just turn on the news, and most of the crap they're talking about, we're not talking about. Because guess why? It's a waste of time. It's division. It's dehumaning people, depersoning the individuals so that they can attack it in groups. And that's that's what this is all about. That's what this this show right here is all about. And uh, that's why we do this. And uh, I think we're done. I think that that sums it up. That uh, uh, finishes everything quite nicely. So let's do exactly this. Smash the music. All right. Like I said, if you want to help the show, spread the word. If you want to sub up, you can sub up here on Twitch. Uh, you can sub up on Rockfin. You can sub up on Patreon. You can do all those things. Uh, links in the description down below, which you'll find on the podcast feed. And then, of course, if you want to help and don't want to spend money, uh, just listen to the podcast feed itself, which goes back to uh, uh, Spotify, iTunes, anything of that. 375 episodes now. Let's see. 374 episodes. The 375th goes up tomorrow morning. Uh, shows go up six days a week to the podcast feed, and they're just recorded right here. Uh, right here on Twitch, on YouTube, on Rockfin, on other places. And we go Monday and Friday for the news show. Today's a special Tuesday news show because we missed yesterday. But Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific, is the Troubled Minds radio show where we talk about all the crazy shit. That's right, I said it. All right, so uh, go listen to the podcast feed. There's gold, and then our podcast feed rss feeds golden them nar rss so uh do that and uh, that's the easiest way just listen to an old episode on spotify or itunes or wherever you get your podcast it is monetized it's got some uh, minimal ad interruption but it does send me a few a few cents every time you do so please uh please uh, don't uh, don't don't uh, just let it play that type of thing but as you're cooking dinner or something put on an old show you may be surprised at some of the stuff we talked about so uh there you go thanks for hanging out thanks for being part of this we'll be back in approximately three hours hours for more Troubled Minds Radio. You guys are the best. Uh, thank you so much for everybody who has subbed up. Thanks to everybody that uh, participates in the chat, all the amazing phone calls, and thanks for spending your time and energy here and uh, subbing up to all those other things I just described. It means a lot. Appreciate it much, very much, guys. Have a fantastic one. We'll catch you in a few hours. Oh. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.